we've all got ups and downs Because the world's intense How could you find out what to pair with your life events A cocktail will never fail to provide a lift Just raise a glass with your friends and let's drink about it Welcome to Let's Drink About It A show that proceeds from the premise that every life event has a cocktail to pair with it I am your host, Lizzie Bartelt I'm your host, Ben Harrison And I am your host, Chris Bowman Hi, Chris Bowman Hi, Lizzie Hi, Ben Hi, Chris. Hi, Lizzie. How's it it going? (laughs) It's going very well. It's been a minute since we, the three of us, have sat down to talk. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I want to personally thank Chris for editing last week's show. I was going to do it, and then there was a medical emergency in my family that I had to go deal with, and Chris uh, stepped up in a big way, Well, I really appreciate it. Man, yeah, thank you, Chris. Well, that's why we're all here together, because we got each other's back, right? I mean, it was really nothing. It was late, so uh, it was my pleasure to do it. Uh, I wish I could have done it in a more timely fashion, <laughs> because I can't accept a, a compliment cleanly. Yeah, well, that's uh, on brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we appreciate you, and uh, we're sorry that... Uh, we're sorry you didn't get to edit it. That's not what I mean. We're sorry that your family was in stress. Yeah. Distress. Um, you know, it happens. It's, yeah. It's uh, one of those things. Yeah. Well, we're here We're here now. We're here now. No guests this week. No it's guests. A, uh, it's a family episode. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know if we've said this like out loud on the show, but I think we're doing two... Like one podcast every other week. Yes. Like that's pretty official at this I point, I changed right? it in the Twitter or somewhere. Oh, cool. That said every other week. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's let's make yeah. this accurate. We want to, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't want to like, I, I also like, I kind of appreciate the pace of this right now. Um, but I also liked, I did like, as, as uh, frantic as it was at times, I did like the pace <laughs> of a weekly show also. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like there's no saying... You know, maybe we'll go crazy and go weekly again at some point. But uh, yeah, I think, yes, I think, I right think the now, option will be there for us when we're ready. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as as making this move proves, nothing <laughs> is set in stone. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, what do you guys think? Should we get into life event? Yeah, let's do it. The life event. The life event. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's mine. The, it yeah. is. It is kind of bananas how uh, we have cut. The beginning of the show down to it's usually less than three minutes. We're into the uh, into yeah. the life event. It's like now. hi, it's hi, like, hi. Yeah. Okay, hey, here's everyone, what doing good? good. Let's do this. Checking uh, in. All right. So, uh, sp- speaking of that, life events. This past week on Thursday, yeah, I went down to the uh, court of the Eastern District, the U.S. District Court, Eastern. District. It says it twice yeah. in the title um, to watch a naturalization oath ceremony of one of my favorite uh, workmates. Wow! Yeah, it was really cool. Cool. Um, and it was. So this is a yeah. person going from being a uh, resident alien to a citizen. Is yes, that correct? To a citizen. Uh, her name is Anne, uh, and she has been in America for many years. I take it to be over 20. Yeah. Um, she has two kids. Both are born here in America. Um, uh, she has Anchor a, babies, I yeah, believe exactly. they're called. <laughs> There's a, a, a young gentleman who just started college, and then her daughter is 17 and uh, and is probably one of the most interesting young women I've ever met. But uh, 
they're great kids and she's an awesome woman and mom. So when she mentioned that her daughter had tried to get out of school to come to her ceremony, I laughed and I said, oh, you're going to let her go, right? And she said, oh, of course I'm going to let her go. (laughs) I said, well, can I go? (laughs) And she looked at me and was like, yes, you can. So she gave me the information and I showed up at 830 in the morning um, well, don't get too far into it. Oh, yeah, right. Do, Sorry. We got to have drinks in our hands before we... <laughs> I'm all excited to talk about it, guys. It was so cool. <laughs> I'm excited to hear about it. Here go the recipes. So this is a kind of cocktail that I made up uh, I like that. For, my, for my uh, cocktail series that I do at work uh, at MadeMan.com. Um, I wanted to do a patriotic cocktail for the 4th of July, and then I somehow forgot to post it on the 4th of July. And so I uh, repurposed it as an Olympic cocktail. Oh, oh love it. But, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a huge oversight, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I blew it big time. I Like, my boss looked at me like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I am serious. <laughs> yeah. I am that dumb. I don't fuck around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is... Uh, this is the Olympic Eagle. It is two <laughs> ounces of dried gin, one ounce of blue curacao, a, a three-quarter ounce of lemon juice, quarter ounce of orgeat, Take orgeat a shot. and <laughs> a bar spoon of cherry hearing. So we uh, shake all the ingredients but the hearing with ice and then uh, strain over ice in a chilled... Uh, Excuse me. Strain over ice into a Collins glass, mm-hmm. and then uh, float the hearing, and then garnish with a cherry. That sounds very red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm into so it. You got the uh, the blue curacao, the white or jeet. <laughs> Take <laughs> yeah. a sheet. Everyone's getting <laughs> Take a sheet. <laughs> totally ripped on this today. And uh, on and, sugar and the red hearing. So yeah, that nice. was the that was the idea obviously in the glass it is blue and yeah some purple at the bottom don't but... shake all of them accidentally read through the instructions so yeah. you don't end up with a brown drink yeah uh so that's my drink nice. sounds good nice what about you chris uh i'm going with the betsy ross uh, yes i love her uh yeah and, and uh so it's a, an ounce and a half of brandy an ounce and a half of ruby port half an ounce of orange curacao uh, and two dashes of Angostura bitters. You're going to add all the ingredients into a mixing glass and fill with ice, stir, and strain into a chilled cocktail glass. And I don't know the last time I had a stirred drink on this show. I, I, yeah. It feels like a very long time. Uh, We've really been leaning into the ice-based drinks, you know? Yeah. Summer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I suppose that's true. And I mean, yeah, uh, Brandy and Ruby, it's maybe a, like a slight bit too early, but it's close to, uh, close to the right time to be drinking this. Uh, uh, but I mean, it's, it's the perfect time. What am I talking about? That's what this show's yeah. about. The perfect cocktail for the perfect situation. Exactly. So, there you go. Uh, we were at uh, Max FunCon East, and uh, uh, Justin McElroy, the eldest McElroy brother from the podcast, my brother, my brother, and me gave a gave a benediction in which he passed out like low price brandy for everybody to yeah. drink. And Paul Masson or something. Yeah. And I, I tried it. And I was saying like, that wrong. I like this cheap brandy. I it feel was like I really could, good. I could get into this. Yeah. I was surprised 
that it tasted as good as it tasted. Yeah, I, and then I, I, it went I'm down sorry. very smooth. And then I went on the internet and priced out like fancy brandy snifters because that is my way. <laughs> yeah, have the cheap brandy and the fancy snifter. Were you like price, really... pricing it out like as right after you passed the bottle away, like straight onto your phone? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I I missed the benediction, so I can't wait to because uh, people were uh, raving about it. So I. Um, I was, yeah, working. Was really I was working, sweet. of course, but uh, yeah, it, uh, I heard lots of good things. Um, and I'm really sorry I missed out on cheap brandy. <laughs> yeah. Well, in this case, yeah, it was good brandy. Normally, I would say you didn't miss anything. <laughs> um, and what about your drink, Lizzie? I am going to be drinking a Trinidad Sour, because spoiler alert, she is from Trinidad. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and I thought I would pay uh, homage to her previous allegiance i mean up here up here we say homage Uh, down there you say homage right yeah it's both i think it's accepted yeah i think both both ways pay homage definitely definitely accepted i was trying to be depends on if you took french or not i think in uh in i remember hearing pay homage in the uh christmas pageant when i was a kid Mm. but in every other context hearing homage now who are you paying Homage to JC uh, at the Christmas pageant. Yeah, I think maybe like uh, Angels like is coming down to do it. Yeah, or and that's the way you the, do that. The wise men. The way you pay homage to JC is you uh, make a fist, double tap it to your chest, kiss your fingers in the peace symbol, and raise them <laughs> to the sky. That's how you do that. That's exactly it. Yeah. That as is the way. This is remarkably people. <laughs> elaborate, Chris. <laughs> it seems like you've thought this. I do it all the times. time. That's I wake up. I wake up. I wake up paying homage to JC. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I thought maybe we had done this drink before too, but I couldn't find it on the website. But interesting. What made me think that we had done it before is I Kyle, wonder if we did it under a different name. Kyle Bake? Maybe you did it under a different name. Yeah. Well, someone tagged us in it this week on Instagram, and it was maybe mere minutes after I found it and said, I'm going to do this one. Yeah. So check out. Kyle's, I assume his name is Kyle, uh, Kyle D. Bake on Instagram, because he made a beautiful one, and uh, I still thought it was fitting, so I still wanted to make one. Yeah. Um, I hope his but, name isn't actually Kyle. I hope that he, like, is his name is, like, Dave or something, and he just, yeah. his online name is a totally, like, just another average name. He's not going to know it's him. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. So this is an ounce of Angostura bitters, an ounce of Orjat, Orjit. Take a seat. (laughs) Uh, Three quarter ounces of fresh lemon juice, half an ounce of rye whiskey, and you're going to combine that in a shaker, fill with ice, shake well to chill, strain into a chilled glass. And it is like blood red. Maybe it was a Halloween cocktail. Maybe. Mm. I, man, I feel like I'm I'm picturing it in, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I I usually am pretty good at like remembering. remembering these, and for some reason this one is like is making me believe that we've done it. But I, I know we've done one that was a shot of Angostura in like eggnog, maybe. Oh yeah, because oh, there's definitely like an Angostura. That's totally what drink. I'm thinking of. There was that one we did. Uh, I think and I was in Seattle. It's fucking delicious. Yeah, that was one of the first drinks I think I made as a listener of the show. Oh nice. <laughs> and oh, I probably went through a bottle of that those bitters very quickly which you know it's a 
Yeah. It's a lot of that. No, that's totally what it is. It's so good. Because um, I remember the picture has the like 7-Eleven egg carton in the background. Nice. Because I guess that's what Adam Pranica gets eggs at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Calling him out on that, huh? But I know I'm on blast. <laughs> Well, nice. Okay, well, let's uh, let's go make these drinks. Let's do it. I'm ready. Make those drinks. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Guys and gals. Mmm. Mmm. Hot diggity. Spicy. In the right way. Yeah, the rye is probably. They mix very well together. Can we trade sips? I'm really curious about yours. Wow. <laughs> How's yours? It's really good. Um, oh, that's refreshing. It's pretty boozy, um, but... I think all three of ours are pretty boozy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think I'm going to drink this too fast, and I think that's going to equal disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. Nice. Um, Lizzie, yours is almost... Christmassy, I want to say. Yeah, it kind of is. Definitely a good fall. It's you know maybe has like more stank on it than like a pumpkin spice latte, but it's like that kind of vibe. Yeah, step your game up. Not so basic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is definitely fall, uh, winter. Like definitely. Nice. Yeah. Well, you had brandy and port in it, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Ruby port and brandy and orange curacao and bitters. So they're all, yeah. like, you know, that the, the bitters always gives it a Christmassy vibe to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that, yeah, that's, that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. just spices that you only taste in certain contexts. <laughs> yeah. I'm an idiot. Every, no, but every <laughs> single time I have an old fashioned. Which yeah. is feel every day. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, but it's You're not just an old-fashioned guy, Chris. Yeah, you know what I mean? just tastes like Christmas. That's all. I have pumpkin pie bitters that I put in old fashions in the fall. Whoa. And that shit is delicious. Dang. I have... Uh, I believe I have some figgy pudding bitters or Whoa. some kind of fig bitters. Uh, I like when you find like an independent... Yeah. So, some local person made it and they sell it in a shop. And right. You, no one else can get it once you get it kind of like, thing. Like figgy yeah. pudding, figgy, figgy pudding uh, bitters is like, you know, creme brulee oil for your vape pen. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. It's like, um, like there's not actually a market for it. So it's kind of amazing that it exists. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. No one knew they needed that. But I have a fig berry i think wow uh bitters from another locally kind of place what are you talking how many bitters Lo- you guys have local on to at any given time? ohio um, uh, over 10 yeah i probably have a dozen okay. i you know like it's i probably have over a dozen i probably have close to 20 i have i have a lot and i gotta say like i don't like ever I have use them well, I use the not, I use not as much as I did when I first Peixot. got them. Yeah. yeah, I use Peixots. I use the citrus, yeah, you know, like an orange yeah. bitters, and I yeah. use a uh, aromatic bitters. Like it, we uh, were talking when we were fixing our drinks just now. Uh, I had to go grab a bottle of Angostura because I had run out, and I was like. Lizzie was like, oh, I feel bad that you had to buy that. And I was like, I ran out because I use it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. We needed more. Yeah. And that's fine. But I, 
man, like. But I also just took a whole ounce of it, so. It's an expensive hobby to collect bitters. It really is. Yeah. Well, I received probably a third to a half of my collection as a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I always like buying souvenirs like that, like a pound of local coffee, right. or if I find yeah. something unique like that, I'll buy it when I'm on vacation. Totally. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I have received several as gifts for a while. I was using the more like fruity kinds in soda stream water. Oh, that's fun. Um, it's really good. And then, uh, splitting a bottle of champagne with someone and, laying out all of the bitters and tasting them is really, really fun too. That sounds like a good way to yeah. destroy a fly in afternoon. Absolutely. <laughs> I did that uh, one New Year's Eve with uh, my friend Whitney. Ah, yeah. Good times. Yeah. Um, well, let's hear about this ceremony that I so yeah. rudely... <laughs> I also have been like really hyping it up. Uh, and I have to say, if it... I believe if it were anyone other than a family member or even this nerd here, um, you might have found it quite boring. Man, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you know, if, if if you've got somebody that that you know and and love that is getting naturalized, or like that's a big deal, right? It is a that's, big deal. Yeah, I think it's a yeah. It, I mean, like if you if you ask me to go sit, I think you could probably find beauty if you didn't know a single person in that room. You know, like if you go in and just watch this happen and understand how important it is but yeah yeah well they they have you show up at the courthouse at like 8 30 in the morning and yeah. i of course i'm a punctual person i got there at mm-hmm. eight <laughs> punctual you, to a fault yes and i texted my uh friend that is a lawyer and said you know how do you think there's going to be like security line situation like how soon should i go in there if it starts at 8 30 should i go in at eight. Right, and right, she right. said, well, the, the, if, as soon as it opens, a lot of courthouses, that security line will be long. Yeah. And I went up and it, it wasn't long at all. And I thought, well, I can go in, go to the bathroom, try to meet up with them. Right. The only problem is when you go into the courthouse, they make you give up your cell phone and you have to turn it off completely, wow. which is smart anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but they give it, they take your phone and they give you a little like wood Chuck, whatever, and it has a number on it. It's like, you know, a crappy coat check. A woodchuck, eh? Yeah, a woodchuck. And they keep you them. get it on a leash, you walk it exactly. around. Exactly. <laughs> like, chew, chew on one of the pews that you have to exactly. see. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's a very wacky, American. It's a wacky courtroom. Yeah, it's part of the process. <laughs> they have a very elaborate setup. Um, yeah. The containers that they put it in, I actually am very familiar with. It's a brand called Acro Bin. They make them in Akron, Ohio, and they're these little stacking bins, and you'll see them like in the drive through window at Taco Bell with Taco Bell packets and or you know sauce packets in it. <laughs> Hold on, like one very second. industrial. Hold on one second, Lizzie. I think there's a there's a real opportunity here. I got to point it out in the middle of your story. You need to have. Uh, an organizational slash container po- uh, podcast. <laughs> you need to talk about containers way more because I personally, for one, would my be... hunch is that Lizzie talks I'm about that enough. So, so no, no. good at it. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, Lizzie, you definitely talk, probably talk about it every day because you work with uh, with yeah. them and everything. But uh, I, for one, like the second that drops, I'm hitting subscribe. <laughs> the, well, I'll definitely be. Uh... Be considering it. Yeah, please do. If not I, uh, for anyone else but me. <laughs> I remember tweeting something about we have. There's a very weird staircase in my apartment. Oh, 
And I stare at it every time I'm here going, there's nothing. There's no, I can't yeah. come up with anything. But I remember like tweeting it about it at some point and we didn't really know each other that mm-hmm. well yet. Like we were definitely friendly and had met a few times, but uh, like I didn't, I didn't think, I don't think I knew that you worked at the yeah. container store. And I was like, send me measurements and a picture. Yeah. I need details. What like, do you want to keep there? I was like, having a podcast is weird. Weird <laughs> people totally keep weird. trying to organize my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Uh, <laughs> it is such a weird little alcove. It's not easy. They yeah. shouldn't have put it there. Well, uh, I uh, was in our your... across the hall neighbor's place the other day, and they have that as filled in stairs. So oh. I think they might have some way of accessing behind it, which I feel mm. like is better because, like, you can yeah. keep uh, you know deep you lost like, this, cold uh... storage in there. Oh yeah. Hmm. Um, Lizzie, I, I interrupted because I thought it was a good idea to let you know. Uh, <laughs> but you were saying it's well, a container you're familiar yeah, with. A, uh, it's a very elaborate packets. system. And they they like are on wheels because they have them in one spot when you enter and then another spot when you exit. And they're very like militant about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for being such a joyous occasion that you would maybe want to live tweet or take photos of or whatever, yeah. it was kind of disappointing to not have my phone. And then it was more disappointing to not have my phone because between 8.30 and 11.30, you're just sitting in a room. It's a cafeteria yeah, um, with everyone's nearest and dearest watching a silent television screen um, as they go through everyone's paperwork. So for four hours, I sat and read and like looked up at the screen and he anticipated like looked up at the screen oh man um, so you had a book with you at least i did i read, read for lucky. like four hours <laughs> and at one point i thought oh man i have so many chores to do today like i had a whole long checklist of things i wanted to get done yeah and i thought but you know what i thought i wasn't gonna do this and i also thought i wasn't gonna get to read today and now that I'm not going out to the beach every week, I don't really get that designated reading time. Mm-hmm. So I was loving this. <laughs> um, but so they they start around like 830, sometime between 830 and nine. Um, the room is, I think the room had maybe 50 people in it, but it turns out there are more close to 300 plus people actually getting sworn in or taking oh, the oath wow. today. Or that day. Um, So I was both inspired by the people who showed up and felt kind of bad for the people who didn't have anyone there with them. Yeah. Um, But, but yeah, the the waiting room was definitely interesting. Do you think there's anybody in that room that's by themselves saying like, come on, come on, let's go. I gotta get, I gotta get, you know, I gotta, I gotta (laughs) do. Gotta get to work. Yeah. Yeah. Or do you think it's, do you think everyone there... I like in my you know, in the three hundred the people that were taking the oath is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in my mind, I'm thinking like everyone's just like swelling with pride, you know, and like. But I mean, I'm sure people are like, come on, are you serious? Like, I got to stand in another line, you know, or you know, walking know. walking out like watching everybody exit was the definitely more pride than like oh this is no big deal. Yeah, almost everyone had this like look of excitement. That's and, what I imagine. Yeah. Um. The the very beginning, they turned the sound on on the the monitor. It was you know the courtroom that everyone's sitting in the courtroom, and you're watching everybody file in. Um, and they make this announcement of, okay, so now you're going to come up to, um, you know, the the desk, and you're going to 
hand over any of your previous documents from your previous country. Oh, wow. So you forfeit your green cards, your um, passports, any identification, things of that nature. Yeah. Um, you actually hand over in that that moment. Um, yeah. And that's what most of the time was uh, taken up by. Uh, and they did first come, first serve. But it wasn't, uh, no matter what, you were still waiting for the other 300 people to relinquish their documents right but they handled everybody in order but I didn't know that at that point and um her daughter had showed up pretty close to about the beginning of the ceremony and I thought oh man they got here a little late I'm gonna be here the whole time (laughs) 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 um but but the the people watching of the room was really great and and then just even watching everybody file in and, and give their paperwork um, was interesting too and trying to look out for her. Yeah. I don't think I ever spotted her in the crowd. Um, but uh, they, the, the people in the, in the waiting room, as you would expect, it was like a real mixed bag. I was probably the only like white American there. Wow. Um, I have very mixed... Uh, heritage. In fact, like we can go back to Pilgrim. So I am like very white American, like Pilgrim kind of person. Right. Um, and everyone else there was like really melting pot, which was also cool. And I felt a little out of place also being like the odd man out. Right. Um, like, what are you immigrating from Sweden? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, not even close. Like, I don't, I don't think anybody that I've ever met in my family was an immigrant. I think everyone on both sides has been in America for several generations. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, I think very crazy. And maybe I'm a little jealous of people who have immigrant family members, which is maybe why I'm a little yeah, inspired feels, by this too. It feels weird to, cause so many of the people you meet in this country have a strong tie to yeah. a, a cultural tradition or a, um, a, yeah, like a group you go or a home, country your or Italian mom makes you these right. Italian yeah. meals or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm in the same boat, like where I, um, don't, Maybe of Scottish heritage. There's yeah, I mean, like I was going to say, you know, you go home to a homemade uh, haggis meal. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm I, jealous of that. You yeah. open the fridge, just iron brew all exactly. the way down. Uh, all uh, the biscuits. I did tell you that song. I think somewhere in the early history of the show, we did go over the uh, the theme song. The theme song, like whatever the the, the song is for Iron Brew. Do you know yeah. what it is? Can okay, you good. can you remind us though? Sure. <laughs> Uh, you're very thirsty. I am thirsty too. Here's a drink that's made for us. Bars Iron Brew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, one. That's the one. I, yeah. That was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Actually, right, so what I'm saying is, like, I don't have anything like that. Yeah, we right. don't have right. that. <laughs> I come home every day to that song. Uh, the no, uh, but, the but national that... soda of my people is Diet Mountain Dew. Caffeine <laughs> yeah. free Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> but I think that, like, um, it's very. Like when I go to a country like Italy yeah. or France or whatever, and there's like people there that are new, and then there are people that have, are have family that have been there for a thousand years. Yeah, it's, that's it's so like, wild. It's mm-hmm. like so hard to, because because so much of the identity of uh, our country is like it's a nation of immigrants, and yeah. if you're not like a yeah. full blooded Cherokee, mm-hmm. you're right. You have some immigrants in your past, and but like I don't have that even. Yeah, 
Like it's you, weird. you know that it exists, yeah. but it, it, you have like zero connection to it. I have to so pretend you're just I'm in a this pilgrim. Weird middle space, which is not a cool thing to aspire to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, yeah, uh, you know those guys that were given the uh, the diseased blankets? Yeah, to the Indians? that was my that guy. Was us. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, there were some kids in the in the audience in uh. the in the crowd, and there were two real rowdy kids, but they were really fun. They were singing some songs and like very easy to drone out. Yeah. Um, and then there was this little Asian kid who had, who was dressed in the nines. He had a little bow tie on and like a little, you know, Oxford shirt with the sleeves rolled up. He looked so cute <laughs> and he had a bottle and he would toddle out to the door. He would look back at his dad and then run out the door. And this is a, like a courthouse in the morning. Like it's not very active. Like everyone's either in that ceremony or in our room. Right. So the dad would, let him go out into the hallway. He would carry the baby. He had a baby and the toddler. And the toddler would go out in the hallway and the dad would chase after him and then bring him back in. And then, you know, five minutes would go by and the little kid would run out into the hallway <laughs> and the dad would chase after him and bring it back in. And that happened probably 15 times. And then a young woman was like, let me help. So she would go and chase after the kid while dad <laughs> stayed with the baby. And like they had become friendly and were chatting and it was nice to see like people bonding. Yeah. Then there was a little, um, a little kid that was probably like, 10 years old and he started playing with the little toddler and uh catching him and, and they were really really pushing on the game of like he would kind of chase him out let him go and then bring him back in and you yeah. know they were having a lot of fun um <laughs> and uh there were a lot of you know family members chatting with other family members and um there was a, a woman next to me that spilled her coffee and it immediately made the entire place smell like a like hospital of that. You know that like when yeah. you're in a hospital and all you're you're like having that coffee and that's like it. And it just it smells like a like a church or a hospital Burned. waiting room kind of thing. Yeah, French roast yeah, coffee. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that was that was funny. And she was so disappointed and she was there with um I believe her dad and brother. And none of them bought her a new coffee. <laughs> and I was so mad. I'm like, somebody replace her coffee. Chivalry is dead. <laughs> but I didn't do it because I did, it didn't feel like it was my place to. But um, I helped her clean it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then there was this angry guy who kept yelling at the rowdy kids. And that was really crappy because everyone else in the room was like really excited. And this guy was just such a crank the entire time. Yeah. And then when they were exiting the ceremony, he was a crank to the people working at the courthouse. And everyone was like, get this guy out of here. Yeah. Um, this is not like a movie theater where yeah. you didn't like the movie. Yeah. He just kept saying, sir, sir, keep them quiet. And the guy's like, they're kids. <laughs> Like, Jeez. you know, what are you going to do? Their mom's inside. Um, yeah. So, so what was, was there like a formal ceremony portion? Yes. So after all this time, I'm waiting four hours. Um, I had the snack that I brought. <laughs> uh, they finally turn the sound back on and they start saying something about, I think I missed the whole thing, but they start reading people's names and they're standing up and they're handing them documents. Yeah. And I think, okay, I gotta, I gotta hear it, wait for her name. I'm going to wait 
and this is going to be it, right? And the guy in front of me hears his uh, wife's name and he starts clapping and no one else is clapping. And it's just like, I just (laughs) swelled with this like pride of like, yeah, he's so excited. And I come to find out because they didn't read my friend's name. That was all the people who were changing their name. So with this ceremony, you could also change your name. Right. Um, And I don't know necessarily what would... uh, motivate that for this ceremony but you know a good amount of people did probably like you know 50 people sure um and then they he went was like yeah the patriarchy exactly, changed your exactly. name to my name <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's we all stood up and clapped for that yeah um and then they went quiet again and everybody's moving around the courthouse and i'm like well i didn't hear my friend's name what the heck And then the lady comes back on and says, okay, well, the judge is going to get here soon. If you're in the bathroom and you're not in here when the judge arrives, you don't, you don't get your oath. (laughs) So they send someone to the bathroom and I'm just thinking, good God, can you imagine if you (laughs) went through all that bullshit and and all of a sudden you're in the bathroom and they're like, tough luck. See you next Thursday. Oh God. So annoying. Uh, but at that point, they read through um, this document and they, they when they had a meeting with the people at immigration, um, they go through like a whole, you know, whole thing to get to that point. And the, their right. last like interview, they get this packet basically saying like, you're ready for this ceremony or whatever. And there's a bunch of papers in it. And on one of the papers, it has some boxes you have to check. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of one of the boxes is... Uh, have you committed a crime in the last since since your interview and been like uh, actually c- convicted of it? Oh, Check wow. yes or no. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay. Then the next one is, have you committed a crime and not been caught for it? Check yes or no. <laughs> like, what dipshit would I'd check yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess. And then I want to know how many question, people check that box. Well, yeah. The next question was, have you joined a group since that interview? And she started describing groups such as a communist group, a terrorist group, and like things that like we don't want you to be a member of if you're about to become a U.S. citizen. Another thing of who would check that box? Yeah. And and then she starts saying, if you check the wrong box, (laughs) you can cross it out. Check your correct answer and then initial by your correct answer. And I'm thinking, okay. <laughs> I, I also wonder if Facebook group uh, groups count. Yeah, totally. What you're if you not join like a, a whack of Facebook groups? What happens then? <laughs> what if you like stand up and you're like, well, I joined all these Facebook groups. Yeah. Does that count? Like, which yeah. box do I check? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, do you have to list them individually, or <laughs> uh, I'm sure I've talked about this, but I've been obsessing over this show about the Australian border security yes. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and like a huge leitmotif on that show is people like coming, like coming in from Turkey with like six suitcases full of like flour. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Why? And, and they're like, Turkish flour is delicious. You're supposed to tick this box if you were bringing food in. And they're like, I did not understand. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Why would you put flour you know, in a suitcase? I, I know this is this has been this has been highlighted uh, here and elsewhere before. But Ben, your first of all, your impersonations terrible. You, no, 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 no. You Rotten. need to do them. They're enjoyable. You need to do the them worst. more. You need to do them more. And accents even more so. Oh, I, I feel like that one was a little bit offensive, and I apologize. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
The Australian one, not offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that one as much as you can. The Turkish one, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that that whole questionnaire thing had me really boggled. And then they they flipped it over and they, they, you know, had a few more questions, whatever. And then that's when she was like, if you're in the bathroom, when the judge comes in, you're fucked. (laughs) So (laughs) Courts in America are weird. (laughs) Totally weird. So then the, the judge comes in and he starts giving a really beautiful ceremony. And that's when I was like, I can't cry in front of her teen daughter. She's <laughs> going to think I'm the biggest loser. I think she already thinks I'm the biggest loser. Um, and uh, But it was really moving. He had an immigrant father and he talked about his immigrant father. And when he became um, a citizen and how he has in his office now um, his framed uh, certificate wow. and just all these beautiful things and... Mm. and um, very patriotic and definitely um, talking about the American dream being realized by becoming an American citizen and like establishing yourself here Mm -hmm. and being able to have kids who prosper because he had to immigrant parents and now he's, you know, a major judge in the New York uh, court. Um, That's no joke. Yeah, no joke at all. So that was really beautiful. Is that what they call them? Yeah. Major Major judge. You have to salute them. (laughs) Okay. Major judge reporting for duty. (laughs) And uh, more than one person during both the judge and the people who were, you know, going through the other things said, you know, this is a really nice document. You get a holder, like a folder for it, but we really recommend you frame it and and take care of it and, you know, feel pride in it. So, um, that's really beautiful. Yeah. It really is. And then they, they it makes you think about like, you know, this is an imperfect system and it's got plenty of problems that are very easy to point at, but ultimately they are, they are, problems of human frailty and absolutely like the the idea of like buying into it is a really powerful i don't know i mean yeah like you think it's like like what it comes down to is like a guy in a room said some words and like right put his pen on a piece of paper in a certain way and that changed everything about the way the entire world We'll right. deal with these people, mm-hmm. right? I, like, I, I'm the I'm the I'm the son of immigrant parents. I'm the child of immigrant parents, you know. And uh, my parents, as much as they love where they are from and and are deeply connected to where they're from, yeah, they are they are. I mean, they say it to this day. They say it. They said it as recently as last week. They are forever grateful and and feel so fortunate to live in a country other than the one they're from you know like they're welcomed and you know again the opportunities like they they started obviously they started their their lives in another country and they they were welcomed to uh uh, a foreign land and they came here with nothing you know they came here and 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 i there's no way i'd be sitting in that courtroom lizzie and not thinking about what that exact moment for everybody in that room. Like I would be a, I would probably be a mess in that room. (laughs) I was surprised there wasn't more like crying and hugging happening. Well, this is it. Like if I, if I would, if I was, if I allowed myself to be totally in that moment and just thinking about everybody in that room, I would be a mess, but I'm sure I would have been like you thinking like, no, I mean, I like, don't you dare cry. I did have to wipe some tears away, yeah, but like yeah, yeah. I would have, if, if I was by myself, I would have been like full on ugly crying. <laughs> and and a, some of the things that moved me the most were the, the oath, which you can read online, um, involves pledging things that I didn't necessarily 
know that I agreed to uh, as a U.S. citizen. And that was like, wow, these people really are this committed. And, you know, there's out of 300 people, there's got to be some of them that are like, yeah, 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 Yeah. whatever. Yeah, right. Right. But, you know, pledging to to be in the military or pledging to, you know, help the government out if it were, you know, the law to, to do something to protect the country. Um, all those things I'm like, Oh God, I don't even think about that as a U.S. citizen. Like we're so privileged to not have to think about that. Um, so I'd I'd, I'd replace, uh, I pledge to be in the military with, uh, I pledge to be in the service industry or retail. Yeah, exactly. Well, I already (laughs) pledged that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Pledged and serving. Right. Right. Um, but that was really nice. And then they all stood up and did uh, the Pledge of Allegiance, um, which I had not done in quite some time. Yeah. But that was was fun to test my brain on. Um, the uh, A thing that I really appreciated is that the uh, National Anthem was not involved. Wow. Because um, I have beef with the National Anthem right now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Francis Scott Key. But... Um, but that was really cool. And it's a shame. I, I love the <laughs> national anthem as a song, and I wish it could be like disentangled from that. Yeah. Legacy. Yeah, totally. But like that's sort of like the whole thing with our country, right? Is like you wish it could be disentangled from right. all of the horrible shit. And done. right now we're really like all that horrible shit is really bubbling up, which yeah. was a, another motivation for me wanting to go to this. Um, but uh yeah, it was it was really cool. And then they all start, started filing out and it felt like meeting people after a plane gets out because everyone was kind of like crowded around. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, someone would come out and someone would rush to hug them. And <laughs> um, and that was really cool. And uh, she came out and the, the three of us went out front and took her picture and I took a picture of her and her daughter together. And it was just like really cool. It's like, oh, you did it. This is so cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, it definitely made me feel incredibly, uh, patriotic. Um, I wrote a Facebook post about it cause, uh, to me, the American dream really is this idea of, um, accepting each other and, uh, oh my God, why am I at a, at a loss for words right now? The, you know, tolerance and like prosperity, like being able to be here with her family and, yeah. um, you Not know, be constantly like worried about yeah. your situation. Yeah. And like caring for each other and, and the contrast of like everybody being so happy and the guy who wasn't tolerating, um, you know, was illustrating that for me. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? That guy is a loser. Everyone else there is wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) And this is like, this is what it's about is, Mm -hmm. is caring for each other. And, um, and yeah, so it was really beautiful. And, um, a big thing about this woman, uh, that I work with, I see her every day I have for five or six years. Um, and we come from very different backgrounds, obviously. Sure. She's from Trinidad. Um, she is also a Jehovah's witness. Wow. And I am a, a gay woman, and mm-hmm. uh, I did grow up religious uh, to a certain extent, but you know, not super duper committed, and certainly not in my adult life. Right. Uh, but we get along so well, and uh, even just three days ago, she pissed me off because I said, "You know, you still can register to vote," and she said, "Well, we don't, we don't vote." Wow. Um, yeah. It's not not part of the the religion, and I was like. 
This yeah. is why I like you because I I accept this. I accept it. <laughs> I don't like it, but I accept it and I respect you. <laughs> and I respect it and we had a good laugh about it. Um yeah. But uh but that was like this is this is it. This is why why I like uh people that are different from me and why I like people that are different from me who like me. Yeah. I I uh had a experience not too long ago where I went to a wedding with people that are very different from me and you know there were parts of the ceremony that i think are extremely objectionable yeah and there were a lot of things about it that i just i couldn't get with but i was like you know like we at the end of the day like we are all trying to figure out how to do this and Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know like the story behind any of it if there was like family pressure to do it one way or another whatever like like I think we're all basically doing our best. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, and and it was uh, an interesting exercise to just kind of be like, I can't, I gotta accept this for what it is, and right. not like get on my f- stupid high horse, right? And then you can move on to else, the you know? the things that are yeah. important and that you can connect on, right? Yeah. Um, well, that's a beautiful story. How does the Trinidad Sour pair with your life event? <clears throat> Uh, it is very tasty and it is making me so hot. Like I feel like my entire face oh, it's also is the very color the of the here. drink. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it pairs well. Um, how, how are yours? Well, I hope I'm not as blue as this. <laughs> Heimlich really maneuver. Like Heimlich maneuver. He looks so blue. <laughs> it's not as tart as I would like, I think. Um, but I think other than that, uh, pretty solid one i mean i did sort of like i can't remember if i invented it or if i just kind of like tweaked a different Doctored recipe but uh dr harrison yeah <laughs> uh yeah I'm, I'm I, and done. how's betsy uh like betsy is long gone she she like betsy, <laughs> betsy was here for but a moment and then i uh uh you know in the uh spirit of the conversation i uh Followed it with a, uh, a beverage from uh, Salzburg, Austria. So hopefully, ah. you know, maybe there's someone from Austria oh, in that room. Did I day. did I hear a beer cracking? <laughs> you heard a, you heard a rattler. <laughs> I have to admit, I looked in the fridge. I was like, oh, I'm gonna drink. I know I'm gonna drink this cocktail fairly quickly. So oh, I'm yeah. gonna look in the fridge and see if I've got anything sort of hidden behind something. And lo and behold, there was a rattler back there. Wonderful. And, uh, yeah. Pre pre made. In a can. In uh, the can. The the, uh, the good people at. Uh, well, maybe I should. Should I buzz market someone? I think you should not. Okay. Why Good. don't we move on <laughs> yeah. to a couple of calls from listeners? Oh, <laughs> it's my favorite. Ah, oh, it's my <laughs> least favorite. Request. Hey, guys. My name is Robert. I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, I'm looking for two drinks. Uh, one, to get me through the final semester of my master's degree. I've been working on it for two years. And I, nice. I'm one semester away from having a master's degree in library and information science. I anticipate some long nights, and so I'm hoping for a drink to get me through them. Second, I want a drink to celebrate finishing in December when I'm done. Wow. so close. Thanks a lot, guys, and keep up the good work. Wow. Man. Yeah, go Robert. Yeah, uh, that's great. That's so, pretty hot. And, uh, you know, we have, I don't think we ever said that you could call in for two drinks. Yeah, jeez. But, <laughs> but listen, don't worry. Listen, guys, I, uh, Robert's pretty, working very hard. He's a, He's there's a lot of major hard. life events, it. yeah. And and 
you know, spoiler alert to the second call, but this is a very back to school edition yeah. of listener calls. So um, I'm you, this, this is show, just the this order that they come in, but it got very we scholastic. Really have, yeah. yeah, with our, our kind of fall drinks and, and stuff, we're really hitting September hard here. <laughs> Summer is you, over. You look through the, the history of the show, there's plenty of magic. It just the show incites magical moments. It sure it does. It sure does. Uh, Jinx. So, Robert, uh, I kind of went along probably a route you might guess of picking a, an author's favorite drink. Um, and a lot of authors like martinis and whiskey <laughs> and Boilermakers. <laughs> mm, I didn't think that was whiskey. exciting. Um, so, but F. Scott Fitzgerald drank a lot of gin Rickies and we have not done a gin Ricky before. Wow. Have we not? Done we a have gin not. Ricky? We did. Well, we did a variation on one. Okay. With I, make, some, I make gin Rickies some, at work. All something mixed into it. It's basically a, um, like a gin and tonic, but with soda, right? And not, not tonic. Because it's two ounces of dry gin, chilled club soda, and half a well-washed lime. Mm-hmm. And you <laughs> fill the glass with ice, squeeze the lime into the glass, toss the limes on top, and then top it with the club soda. Yeah. And I thought to, to fortify your library studies, a drink like that that you can make strong or make kind of weak to kind of keep you going into the night was a good one. I like that. Stay I think hydrated. There's, there's a variation. You didn't mention simple syrup, right? You can put simple no, syrup. No, but in. well, the, the recipe that I found mentioned that you could do a little simple syrup if you yeah. wanted a sweeter drink. Yeah, if you, I mean, in a little bit of sugar kick, but you have to ride that sugar high through the night. So, you know, you know maybe if you, if you make the, the drink weak enough, you, you know, you can just kind of ride that. You know how it goes, right? It's like, you know, you got like half an hour, you ride that, that buzz, and then have another yeah. and another. Yeah. At that wedding I was at, I was drinking essentially that, but I was just ordering gin and sodas. Uh, I feel like if, your own limes. <laughs> I think that, like, Gin Ricky is what I would prefer to say, but I kind of feel like a shithead walking yeah. up. Because I think yeah. that, like, nine bartenders out of ten are going to be like, all right, what's in it? Wait. I did, think... We haven't mentioned that at Max FunCon, they we were all drinking tequila and sodas. <laughs> yeah, we totally and the, were. And <laughs> the bartender kept making them tequila and tonic. Yeah. Which was... Because it was loud in there. So and he was an old man that was sugary in a death. weird, gross way. Yeah. That's <laughs> they not were a good not combo. good. Don't order that. No. <laughs> tequila <laughs> so, and soda, great. I actually, yeah, I went back and ordered, like, with a full glass, a full glass <laughs> of tequila tonic, I ordered a second drink. I, I waited in line and got a second one. Like, I, don't, I can't power through this. I just... You, I, like, toss one behind you. Yes, this drink cost me nothing, but I refused to drink it. Yeah. And then I, I got a tequila soda, or I thought, and I got an Another tequila tonic. No. And then I just drank two tequila tonics. TNT. <laughs> I think that might have to be a, an official let's drink about it drink. A TNT. Yeah, an official it. shit life drink. <laughs> yes. Yeah, seriously. If you go up to a bar and just say, could I get a TNT, please? And you'll guarantee you'd get a gin and tonic, but then say, no, no, no. I said TNT. TNT. Then, yeah, let them please. figure it out. It's explosively <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it's just sweet in an unsettling way. Uh, I think. So, you, I think like if you if you go to a bar and and if you say, uh, "Can you make me something with gin?" I don't know how many bartenders are going to make you a gin Ricky, but I personally make <laughs> gin Rickies at work because you know if someone says like gin and citrus, it's a real easy one. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. It's super refreshing. So yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's an easy one to order too if you don't know what to to get. Yeah. So he's going to be done in December, um, and to celebrate, it's got to be a champagne cocktail, right? Yeah. Um, so I was kind of looking around for inspiration, and um, our good friend Martha Stewart has a, a cocktail that she makes with 
Mandarin Napoleon. What's up, oh, Martha? Yeah. Which is a Belgian did you, liqueur. Did she make that in the toilet in her prison cell? <laughs> I think she did. I think she did. Um, I, I looked it up. I think it's a, a, a moderately priced one. So yeah, uh, yeah, on, a, yeah. on a student's budget, I, I still think it's a good one that I you could get. Yeah. I, you, and, know, I, uh, you work hard all week, and at the end of the week, sometimes you just really look forward to toilet champagne. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a, an ounce of the Mandarin Napoleon and four ounces of champagne, and that's it. You can put some, like a clementine peel in for garnish, but that will also be very, you know, holiday, yeah. December-y citrus. I thought that would be a good one. I see that being um, very yummy. There's a video. You guys should go watch the video because Martha is the best. She's so bitchy. She pu- pulls the audience of when you open champagne, should it pop or should it sigh? And she kind of leads everybody to, to vote for that it should pop. And then she's like, no, the people who said sigh are correct. And she's just so nasty. <laughs> and it's just so delightfully Martha. Um, I, uh, I knew somebody that worked for her for a while. And uh, the one thing that I remember from hearing about what that was like was that uh, at some point she was walking down the hallway and some young woman that worked in the office was standing doing something and Martha walked past and said, your perfume smells cheap. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Probably did. Oh, man. <laughs> that, oh, she's such a bitch. Um, and I kind of love her for it. <laughs> I think we gave our friend Graham Clark a champagne cocktail. I don't know if I... Yeah, they're great. They're so, they're so easy. Like I said with the bitters, like grab yourself... Champagne yeah. and your array of bitters and uh, go to town. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, second call. Hi, guys. This is Amelia, first time caller, but a long time listener. And Hi, my Amelia. life event is that the semester has begun and I'm finally taking a class that I have avoided and postponed taking for as long as possible chemistry. <laughs> so if you could offer me a cocktail that would pair well with taking this terrifying class or even any <laughs> chemistry tips. I don't know. I'm desperate. That would be awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. All right, let's oh, start with chemistry tips. Who's I, got a chemistry okay, tip? Let me, okay, right off the top. I've been thinking long and hard about this. Uh, sure. And uh, I got nothing. I don't know chemistry from Oh, come on. Way. A covalent bond is when two atoms are sharing the same electron as though it is their own. So that's like a carbon to oxygen. But then there's like an ionic bond, which is different. I need I need I need to know different. that that's just something that you're that's in your brain. Is that already in your brain, or did you hear this call and you prepared this? No, I'm just thinking back to high school chemistry. Uh, your guys' chemistry tips are totally boring. You got to learn about things like you can take. Uh, uh, okay, an exothermic reaction is one. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. My I got nothing is totally boring. What do you mean? Uh, yeah, don't you know that you can take uh, soda bicarbonate and vinegar and put that together and it becomes like explosive? Or what about uh, you take the winto green uh, lifesavers and if it's the dark and you crunch on it, they like spark oh, color. Hang on a second. I have a good one. Go I into mean, come any, on. go into any drugstore, buy saltpeter. <laughs> uh, you throw you you get an eight by eleven uh, eight and a half by eleven piece of paper. You put the saltpeter in the middle. You fold all the paper up, and then you light the paper on fire, and then you get yourself a really cheap firework. <laughs> can, can you just buy saltpeter? <laughs> you can. That's like, is it, that's a uh, TNT precursor, right? Yeah. I mean, you put it in you the put, tequila and tonic. Yes. Like yeah. literally, 
as children went into the drugstore <laughs> here and went and bought so a good. container of saltpeter and did exactly what I just described. And, you know, it, it's, it flashes and it's gone. Like, you know, like a magician sort of flash. And then, like, it's, it's Definitely gone. Definitely do that. But they sold it to kids. I cannot believe I love they this. sold it to kids. Yeah. I went into a bar in Seattle one time, and I was meeting up with our friends Katie Harkin and Holly Rowland. Hey. Hello. And they had a drink on the menu that had gunpowder in, in it. it. Yeah, tasty. And I ordered it and Yowza. drank it. And How are tasty, you? tasty gunpowder. <laughs> They're all right. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was definitely like a, oh, I'm not sure why you chose to do this. Right. I know why. I know why. So you would talk about it, and also, yeah, exactly. So they could print it on Mention a menu. it on your cocktail podcast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you believe you believe this this bar that got a drink with gunpowder in it? You believe that? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know about you guys, but I did not do great in chemistry. I, you know, not my strong suit. Uh, it um, scared me so much. I stayed away from it. But chemistry that I do understand and I do do well with is chemistry in the kitchen. Sure. Um, and uh, I thought that for a student. A jello shot <laughs> Fun. would be really good uh, cocktail to pair. And since it is back to school, uh, we'll do a fall one, an apple pie jello shot. Dang. Because, um, you know, you can't just put gelatin in water. You, it has to have like an acid. There's a whole thing. You can really read up on it if you want to learn some chemistry while you're doing it. Sure. Um, but an apple pie jello shot is a cup of water, two cups of apple cider, which is just the regular juice cider. Um Two envelopes of unflavored gelatin. This is uh, Knox gelatin is very easy to find in, in a grocery store these days. Um, and I would recommend them over like the kind, the fancy kind that you get at Whole Foods. It's right. a little easier to use. Um, and then a cup of Fireball or another cinnamon flavored whiskey. And then half a cup of Crown Royal Apple. And you're going to boil the water and cider together, dissolve the gelatin in it. Then you cool that to room temperature, add the booze. And uh, you can divvy that into like a shot glass or those little plastic containers. It's going to set up for about two hours. And then you're going to have some some post-chemistry class stuff. You're going to be the, the queen of chemistry Fun. <laughs> um, with your with your fall jello shots. That's cool. Yeah, we hadn't done a jello shot before. I fear not, Amelia. You got this. Major omission oh, yeah. on our part. Yeah. Fireball is uh, very popular and I believe very popular among the collegiate set. Sure. So, you know, you're only using a, a cup of that. So you got, you know, yeah. plenty, plenty of friends to make afterwards. Right. With the rest of that bottle. I love liquid cinnamon hearts. Mmm. Well. Uh, so, yeah, good luck to those two. Yeah. yeah good luck. Good luck. Bring well, us home good grade cards. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. Yeah. We should thank uh, Paul Watling for our art, and Graham Walsh and Jamal Richardson for our music. Thank you, and thank you. we should you. hand out our social medias. I guess you can follow Chris on Twitter at ChrisBChicken, Lizzie at Lizzie Bartelt. Benjamin at Benjamin R-A-H-R. You can follow our show at Drink About It on Twitter. We're also on yeah. Facebook as Let's Drink About It. And is that a group or a page? I believe it's a page. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, but we we can all interact on there and stuff too. People were telling us about their bar carts, which is really fun. Oh, and that. like snapping cool. pictures and stuff. I haven't. I have to clean my room a little bit before I snap <laughs> snap a picture of my bar cart. Uh, yeah, I gotta, get, I gotta get. I gotta get in on that. I don't. Yeah. I, I think I'm so bad at Facebook that I don't know how to do the page. <laughs> but uh, I'll I'll be in there soon. Yeah. Um, and what else? Oh, we're on Instagram. Instagram Let's about it. Um, and I finally got our website working again. So Ooh. as of this episode, I think we should be back to having the recipes from today's show on let's drink about dot it. And you can so also many, leave us a voicemail there. Yes. So many brows being wiped in relief right now. Yeah. So many Bowman brows. Yep. Uh, Ken's, Ken's in, in particular. particular. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, with that, we will be back at you next time with more life events and more drinks that go perfectly with them. Yeah. Later, potato. Uh, don't choke on your rum and coke. Happy days. Hey. Hey. Cool. Happy days and get all A's. <laughs> <laughs> it's our back to cool edition. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> All right, hit and stop. <laughs>